sobbing right now. It's a lot. <laughs> hey guys. <sighs> Welcome. It's Reagan Love Campbell. And Dr. Robin. And this is another episode of Happily Never After Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> we need a jingle stick or something. We need something. Where's the jingle bell? I'm going to go get one off my tray. Oh, jeez. Well, all right. Get the jingle bell because, damn it, if there isn't a jingle bell, then what is life? <laughs> what is this life? Okay, don't. Actually, don't. That's a terrible. Okay. What sandwich thing I got? No, I love it. I love it all. No, you don't. You no. just told me to stop. I know. I didn't like it. So, um... <laughs> Do you see what I have to deal with? I know. I know. I, I'm sorry. We're back with another movie. A Shoe Addict's Christmas oh, with... Candace Cameron Bure. Yep, we gotta do her. We haven't done one yet. We haven't... Yeah, dude, this... What's crazy is that this is like episode 30... 30 or 31 or something like that. And we have not done a Candace one, so that's insane. I think we've been avoiding it. Secretly, I think I have for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we always comment on the commercials and the pieces yes. that we have to see. And her cray-crayness. Um... So yeah, we're really going to dive into this one. So A Shoe Addict's Christmas. And who, who's um, the main male character? The main male character is Luke McFarlane. Um, he and looks familiar. He's got a weird nose. He does. Yeah, he does. Have, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, he's cute. He's been in a few Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's been other things too. He looks very familiar to me. Maybe he has. Yeah, would have to, I have to IMDb him. I haven't done that yet, and I probably should have. Um, it's, it's cool. But yeah, so th- this one was was an interesting one for sure. Um, this felt very much like Candace like cherry picked this movie for herself, um, and she's one of the Hallmark queens. So that's you know I'm sure it's her prerogative to do so. So anyway. The synopsis to A Shoe Addict's Christmas. Yeah, go kill it, Reagan. <laughs> because I want your take on this. Girl, okay. Let me see if I can get there. So, basically, <laughs> you know, it's a Christmas movie and we have a girl named Noelle. Okay, shocking. So, Noelle is, she's kind of, um, she's kind of over Christmas, I guess is the way I would describe her. She's in this situation in her life where kind of everything's at like a standstill. Where... But, okay, so she, so everything's at a standstill for Noelle. She is, um, you know, kind of like, she's been afraid to take chances. She had a bad breakup. She's um, at like a weird place in her career where she's like an HR manager at a department store instead of the photographer that she wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. She's got this weird relationship going with her dad where they're just in this space of like, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to bother you. And it's very odd. Um, very formal. It's super formal. <clears throat> and um, so, you know, she's at this place. So then we've got Luke McFarlane, who's Jake, and he's a firefighter. And he's coming to a crossroads in his career where he's like, do I want to be like an administrative firefighter or do I want to be a real firefighter? And so he's kind of juggling that whole thing. Like, do I want to be a chief or a captain or do I want to whatever? So he's like applying for a deputy chief role, like whatever. So it's kind of all up in the works. So the whole thing is these two people meeting. And then we have Gene Smart, who y'all have to know Gene Smart. She's amazing. She's if you remember designing women, uh, she was in 24. She's been in a ton of things and she's been in a few Hallmark movies as well. And, and she's, she's kind of like the, it, this is all a little bit of a play on a Christmas Carol where she's kind of like the ghost of Christmas past a little bit who keeps taking, uh, taking Noel through different parts of her life to say, this is where you had a turning point. This is where you had a turning point and you didn't 
jump on it. And so this is why you are where you are, and I'm here to help you get back to where you should be. So that's really the whole premise of the movie, and it happens through shoes. So Noelle puts on different shoes, and then she goes to a different place, and then she ends up at the right place with Jake in the end, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot to this movie. There's a lot. a lot of jumping back and forth. It's a lot of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of attitude. Oh, my misplaced gosh. attitude. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. She acts mm-hmm. like she is too good in a lot of this movie. I was just sort of like, I don't even know why he wants to talk to her, because he fine. Jake McFarlane is a, he's a very good looking guy. I he know is, Robin found something. He was born on January nineteenth. <gasps> Now, the thing about Jake McFarlane that we need to that you need to know is that he is gay. So Luke McFarlane. Oh, look, I mean Luke McFarlane. I'm calling him. I'm calling him half his real name, half his fake name. Sorry. So Luke McFarlane is gay, and he is actually dating Wentworth Miller from Prison Break, who is fine as hell, but also gay, obviously. <laughs> so okay. doesn't really matter. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. January nineteenth, nineteen eighty. That is not Wow, that's very interesting. Okay, so let's get into the movie. <laughs> so, okay, so, so but that's very interesting. He's only he is exactly I, y'all, a year I just younger than me. Hit my funny bone. I just hit my toe. Oh my I'm God. just like yeah, sorry y'all. Over here. That's why the sound is crazy. Okay, so um, we start off the movie with Noelle. She's getting ready. Yes. Is this your favorite part of the whole movie? Please tell me it's your favorite part. It's not. <laughs> Okay, so y'all, I make fun of the whole white Christian aspect of yes. Hallmark all the time, but I have to tell you guys, I am a white Christian, no. <laughs> which makes it seem a little funny. Uh, but even I can't take some of this stuff. Yeah, just the fact that it's Candace, and um, y'all know she's very like evangelical about her faith, which and- is fine. Yeah, it's fine. But they um, kill it with this. Yeah, they they really emphasize it in this movie with like sleighs and God There's slays a cross and ne- all kinds of necklace yeah. in this scene where they yes. like focus on it. Yes. And she's but she decides not to wear the cross necklace because the cross necklace was her mother's necklace. And yeah. she's obviously having like a block there where she's having a hard time dealing she's with it. She's having a block everywhere. There's a lot of blocks for her. So we get to the department store and she is just Going nuts so crazy on these Christmas decorations. Yes. Completely crazy. Super crazy. And Reagan just saw my face, so. Yeah. And, and I have to go in here again um, to find out his name. But the guy who plays Alex. So the department store is run by this woman, and I forget her name, and no one needs to know. Yeah. She's a micromanaging Fulton. bitch from hell. Yeah. Um, it's Fulton's department store, and so she's Fulton, like Mrs. Fulton, basically. Yes. Just call her that. But her son Alex is like the manager who... I need to find his name. Alex. Christian Brunn, I think is his name. Christian Brunn was on Orphan Black and mm. played Allison Hendricks' husband. And it's he was one of my favorite people in that whole show. He's fucking hysterical. And he's just a normal looking guy, kind of overweight or whatever, but he's so funny. Yeah. And every time he came on the screen, all I can think of is there's a scene from Orphan Black, because him and Allison are like dealing drugs and they got all this money. <laughs> and it's her and him in their underwear dancing on the bed to like some hip hop music. Like <laughs> making it rain. Making it rain with all these dollar bills. 
And yeah. I cannot see him without seeing that scene. And I just got to say, I love you, man. I know you're listening to this because why wouldn't you? But Obviously, Christian Brun. Um, yes. Thank you. Love you. I'm glad I'm seeing you somewhere else because I was so looking forward to your career kind of taking off. I wouldn't call Hallmark taking off, but you'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. I have faith. Absolutely. Okay. He's doing much more than this, I'm sure. Back to the regularly scheduled program. <laughs> That's okay. That's great. So Noelle is decorating the hell out of this Christmas tree. Yeah. And so, um, but we find out that she's actually the HR manager. So you're kind of like, doesn't she have a lot of shit to do? But anyway... She does. Yeah, I know HR managers that have worked at department stores before. <laughs> they don't walk around the store. No. They just go back in their office and do stuff in yeah. the office. Yeah. Because normally they're yelling, probably trying to talk to the, the people that are 20 and fighting over the makeup counter. Exactly. About because how to be professional. Because somebody boyfriend. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Totally. That kind cool. of stuff. And who <laughs> stole the cash out of the register last night? That's what they're dealing with. Um, so the Fulton's owner woman, she comes over. And um, she's like, even she's like, oh, that's funny that you are decorating. Like, I would think the HR manager wouldn't be decorating the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I just love it. I love Christmas. It's good. Christmas is amazing. You know, and that's just like her attitude. It's just like, yep, yeah, whatever. She actually had that face while she was talking through most she of the movie. She did. It was like this like face like, oh, my God. Um, so what we learn is that Fulton's department store is the sponsor for the fireman's gala. So this whole thing surrounding a gala again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miss Fulton reminds uh, Noelle that the gala is supposed to be tasteful and refined. Yes. Okay? Yes. Okay. None of this fucking blow up. Santas and shit. Like, no. No fake snow. Yes. Please handle it. Handle it well, because I don't know if I trust you right now putting all these Christmas decorations up. Right. And I just looked great. It looked amazing. Yeah. Can we, what is it with Hallmark movies that any mother Mm -hmm. or older woman Mm -hmm. is either a micromanaging, bitchy piece of shit. Correct. Or is dead. (laughs) Can we just. Can we kill off the bitches and keep the nice people? Yeah. Why can't adults support their kids who are successful? Mm -hmm. Because obviously she owns the store, but her son is managing it. Mm -hmm. People are in it. People are buying stuff. It looks nice. It's always the women, too. Because it seems that the male characters seem to be able to tap more into that side of themselves where they are, like, encouraging and compassionate whatever but the women the mother figures or or female figures that are older in the movie always are just like i don't trust you i don't think you can do this can't handle belittling yes. you know you don't know what you're doing i your built life. this from scratch you're gonna ruin it right like, really everything is that everything is that what, could we kill her off <laughs> i i mean yeah. i'm fine with that i'm fine okay. with that good so um moving on so moving on so we get to the fire station Peter, like I said, he's potentially trying to be the next deputy chief. And so, like, his fire station buddies are sort of, like, razzing him a little bit about, like, oh, you're going to, you know, you're not going to slide down poles anymore with us and whatever. And your dad was a firefighter. How come you can't just stay being a firefighter? And he's like, you know, like, I got to grow up and do my own thing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into this administrative life. (laughs) He's supportive. And, and, I mean, he's he's mature about it. He is. Absolutely. So he might be going to get an office job, whatever. He's not sure. He's also moving into a new place. Yes. Which is important. I know it doesn't sound important, but it is. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so we get back to the department store 
And we have another black best friend. Yes, of course. <laughs> Lorna. Who knows everything. Yes. And is wonderful. Lorna is fantastic. She is tall and she's dark gorgeous and beautiful. And she's got all this like luscious curly hair. And she is confident and she is telling Noelle, like, listen, you need to do this. You need to do that. And she's always right. And you just get the sense that Lorna is living her best life. She completely is. Yeah. And I love the line of this that I love is they're talking. She's trying to talk sense into Noelle. Like, you haven't dated anybody since this guy, Matt. Um, But she's like, since what's his face? Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, his name is Matt. And she's like, yeah, I know his name's Matt, but I prefer what's his face. And I'm like, like I am doing that forever. Yes. If you cross me, you are now what's his face. Yes. (laughs) You are now that asshole. Yes. Thank you. That's your name Signed, sealed, delivered. Your douchebag number 27 or whatever, whichever number you ended up in the list. Like, that's who you are now. I wonder if she was the chaperone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, I would just like to say though, I would love a job where my job description actually had me putting together a shoe tree. Yes. And I could do that for four hours and get paid for it. Yes. They're making a shoe Christmas tree, a Christmas tree out of legit shoes. It is the cutest thing. It's the cutest thing. Sign me up. Um, so we learn also here that Noelle is an amateur photographer Mm -hmm. and this whole job was supposed to be temporary. So, you know, she broke up with Matt. She goes to Lorna, her best friend, and she's like, oh, what do you think I should do? What could I do right now? Do you think there's anything open at the department store? You know, imagine yourself doing this, yeah. right? And Matt it was a photographer, yes. and she was his assistant. So she's like, I got to get away from this life for a little while. Hook me Which up I think we've done. Department store. Yes, yeah. we've all been here. And so she's like, okay. And she's like, Noel, that was three years ago. You know, like you've got to... Like, let's get you to a place now where you're either getting back into photography or something, but yes. this is not you. There's you know? a contest. Enter it. Yes. You're great. Yes. So of course there's a contest. There's an amateur photography contest. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it's called exactly. And so she's encouraging her to, Lorna is encouraging Noelle to do that, which is great. Love it. And we also find out. Yeah, girl. Dead mom alert. Guys, please. And the wrong woman is dead, it sounds like. Right, yeah. Because she was like a nice woman. Supportive. Like a supportive, nice woman. A a person who encouraged and, and, you know, inflated a person. Yes. To their best self. Yes. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Noelle goes grocery shopping Mm -hmm. and is trying to get to her apartment. Yeah. But remember, before that, she saw Matt's Instagram. Oh, yes. yes. I forgot about that part. Because I don't care about what's-his-face. No. And Maddie is now engaged. I'm, now he's Maddie. <laughs> he, is, he is engaged. It's been three years. Yeah. This is not like a huge shock, right? But it but still kills course, her. It's The shiny eyes, the yes. almost tears. And got it down. I get that it's a soul killer. You know, I get that. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Because so, he's moving on and she hasn't. Yeah. And she goes to see her dad. And this is where we get a sense for, like, where the relationship with her dad is really odd. Because, like... Oh, it's so awkward. It's so awkward. She goes over to dad. You could tell she wants to tell her dad about Matt's engagement. But then, like, she's, like, she doesn't want to bother him with that. And he seems into the game or whatever. But he's, like, he's, like, what's wrong? Right, but he's asking. I only see you on Friday and Sunday. 
Yeah, why are you here? It must something must be wrong. Something must be wrong. And she's like, she doesn't tell him. And I'm like, so awkward. I call my dad, and like he answers in mid sob, and he's like, who is it, and what do they do? Yeah, right, exactly. Um. Anyway, so yeah. yeah, so but then here we get to the groceries. So yeah, I just skip ahead because some of the stuff I can't even handle. No, anymore. no, no, no. But that felt like an important plot point. So we get into the apartment building. She's got all these groceries. Jake, at the same time, is moving all of his stuff in because this is where he's got his new place. So we find out that he's two. No, he's three G, and she's two G. Yes. So she he lives on top of her. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he moves all of his boxes into the lobby before he moves them into his apartment. Yeah, this just doesn't see. This doesn't feel like a measure twice, cut once moment, right? <laughs> like. Let's not touch things 47. Listen, okay, here. I'm going to go on a rant about shipment. Yes, let's go. <laughs> this is like... Give it to me. This is like, okay, I've been opening a lot of new stores. You do a lot of freaking shipment. And like, you don't be moving boxes hella times. <laughs> like, the whole thing is, listen, if it doesn't need to be out on the sales floor, then you leave it in the back room. You look first, move once. <laughs> like, whatever, look twice, move once, yes. right? Like, know where something needs to go before you pick it up so then you don't have to move it twice. He did not do that in this moving process. Take it from the truck into the room where it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah. And no further than that. Right? Like, (laughs) if if it doesn't need to be all the way out there, then leave it in the back room. Anyway, I'm just so tired of watching people do this. Okay. She knocks over her stuff. Then she trips. He knocks over her stuff. He catches her. Oh. He's like, I'm going to call you 2G. And she's like... (laughs) Go to Whatever. hell. Yeah. I mean, she can't say that because she's Candace. She gave him, though, the most, like, I don't care about you look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whatever, Like, dude. you're trash. How did they let you in here? Yes. She looked at him like he was trash. Mm-hmm. Which is probably how she actually looks at him in real life because he's gay. But anyway, that's just <laughs> because that's how she feels about gay people. But anyway, I won't go there. I already uh, did. You kind of did. <laughs> I already did. But it's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's just kind of real, she's real bitchy and standoffish is kind mm-hmm. of the vibe I get from her in this movie in a lot of different places. And it's funny because Jean Smart tells her that at one point that nah, you tend to keep people at arm's length, but it's later. Um, yeah. But she doesn't just keep them at arm's length. She makes you feel small for not being allowed in. Yes. To her circle. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not going to share this with you or I'm not going to tell you this. Yeah. You know, like, why would I? But it's like looking down on you. Yeah. Because you're an HR manager does. that's doing no HR. That right. means you're successful at life. Exactly. Right. Keep decorating trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this part, and this is the funniest thing, how this is such an insignificant fucking thing, but like, it's important to tell. So like, Noelle has to find some employee file down in the basement of the department store because Alex, the, you know, the son of the owner, but he's like the manager of the department store. He's got to like, he's trying to find this woman. Um, he's trying to find an employee file of this woman from the 1990s. So of course it's not going to be in the system because it's too old. So it's going to be down in all the paper files. So Noel has to go down there and find it. And it has something to do with something he's trying to do for his, his mother. Yeah, a bunch of pictures and stuff from people that worked at the department store when his dad was still alive. Boom. Yes. You Which is it. great. It's but, very cute. But she's doing what an HR manager should do. <laughs> Finally, she's got and like, she a real seems, job task. She seems like so put off by it. 
like okay like like but that's in the basement he's like well it's your job right go find the file bitch um Mm. so but alex also seems like a mama's boy as well um, oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. So, because could any kid come out there, of that family without being a mother's boy? No, because she seems pretty overbearing. Yeah. Um, so, Charlene Pennymar is the name of the person she's trying to find. It's really not that important. Um, so, she goes to the basement to find the file. She can't find it. She comes back up to the main floor. It's friggin' dark. So this makes look, me laugh. This makes me laugh that nobody went looking for her at all. Like, yeah, why is she? The store's closed. There's a blizzard out, and she's like all shocked. Yeah, and, and apparently, I'm thinking, yeah. why are you shocked? Well, and apparently they closed the store because of the blizzard. They closed it early, so she wasn't thinking the store would be closed by the time she got back up. So at least they didn't make us think that she was so dumb that she was looking at the time. But I like, still feel like she was that dumb. <laughs> she still would have been lost in that. Yeah, totally. Um, but she comes back up and she's like, dude, the store is closed. So she calls Alex like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, we closed the store early because of the blizzard. And what kind of HR manager doesn't have a key to get into the damn building? Right. Yeah. She didn't have a key. There's no trust there. <laughs> like no trust. We can't trust her. We can't give her a key. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, and it's so funny because Alex is sort of like, you know, in his warm home and he's like by the fireplace. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. Or I'll send somebody. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure she gets out. Yeah. <laughs> but make yourself at home. And boy, does she. Oh, my gosh. This girl is wearing Crocs. Like she, horrible Crocs. Horrible Crocs. For a shoe got addict. Like a, doesn't she have like a reindeer she like put antlers reindeer on? reindeer antlers on. She's wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> she's got a scarf. She's eating something. She's laying on some couch. I think she's eating like chocolates or something or cookies or something. Yeah. <laughs> so great. She looks crazy when they come. Um, Because they do come eventually, but it's after a while. And she picks up a random camera. Okay, so hold on a damn Uh, minute. (laughs) Go ahead, Robbie. No, 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 no. Okay. I would be what you would consider an amateur photographer. They have this amazing, I'm telling you, like $2,500 camera. Oh, God. Laying out. No one is leaving that store and closing it up and leaving that expensive of a camera out of an unlocked case. Yeah, that might no have one would well do that. Been a Harry Winston necklace. Yes. Sitting out on a counter. And most of them have like demo batteries. And this one's like fully functional and everything. And she's like being off photography. Which she doesn't even. She's not even holding the damn camera right. But that's a whole other rant. Oh my gosh. I can't oh. imagine this oh. rant. My whole thing I may was, have growled at the television. My whole thing was. I started pacing and shit. It was bad. A department store like this doesn't even sell cameras like that. Like, that's just no. not even a place you would find this type of camera. Like, who does... Nobody... You, if you... Like, seriously, this is this is a department from store. The city. Like, the department stores I'm used to, Sears, JCPenney's, they all have an electronics. But this is not that type of department store. You get the image that Fulton's department store is very much... Like, we might as well have been at um, Harrods in London or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or... But you at least feel like you're in, like, Macy's on 34th Street or something in New York City where, like... You know, this is a multi-floor department store, and, like, you yes. get this sense that it's, like, old and storied and historied, and, like, it's been in the family for years. They're not going to sell friggin' some crazy, like, super high-tech camera. They're just not going to. This is stupid. This is fucking stupid. So, with her reindeers on, she's taking pictures, whatever. So she hears a noise. Of course. So she picks up a frying pan. <laughs> Which I love. I love this. She doesn't even think, like, 
if I am locked in a department store and someone's coming to get me and I hear somebody, I'm going to think, I need to take off this shit and look presentable because they finally come and got me. Yeah. No, right. That's... She grabs a frying pan because her first thought is someone's going to murder me. Right. And honestly, if I'm in a department store and I think somebody's going to murder me, you know where I'm going? I'm going to that one corner where they have the thing where you can get the hooks that are up high and it's just like a long ass stick like you can find one at Kohl's. That's what I'm going to go after because then I can stab you with it or I can club you over the head with it. (laughs) Oh my God, I love you. You got to stay thinking. You got to stay thinking, people. So she picks up this frying pan (laughs) nonetheless. And this is there's, where... There's an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my gosh. That show's hilarious. If y'all haven't seen this, the show is fucking hysterical. And I'm so glad that NBC picked it up after Fox canceled it. Because Fox cancels every fucking good show in the oh world. Oh my god, Fox is the worst. So, um, and Gina Linetti is in this character. They're, they're in this store and there's all these people that are trying to rob it. And she's like, I don't need a weapon. Give me hairspray. I've got a... I've got a lighter. We're going to make flamethrowers and flamethrow all these bitches. Jake Frog oh is like, we're not flamethrowing any bitches. <laughs> we're not flamethrowing any bitches. Oh all I can think of is, ah! Where's <laughs> oh, oh, Andy Samberg when you need him? I know. Oh, sorry. I Andy <clears throat> that was really loud. Sorry for your ears, people. It's all good. <laughs> so this is where uh, Noelle runs into Jean Smart. We're just going to call her Jean Smart. Yeah, we don't know what her name is. No, I have no idea. We don't what her know if she's is. a ghost. We don't know what the fuck she is. No. She's Jean Smart she's Jean in a Smart. crazy ass Christmas sweater. Yes, she is. And she's super kooky in this movie, which is actually just wonderful. Freaking delightful. Yeah, I mean, she is just amazing. So, um,. Of course, you know, she's like this stranger, right? Of course, somebody comes up to you and Noelle can see her as plain as day. So she thinks she's just some random stranger in this department store. And she's like, what the fuck? And she knocked over a bunch of displays and there's broken glass. And (laughs) it's insane. Because she wanted to get a pair of shoes. Right. And so they have this like exchange between them that's so funny where she's like, um, Jean Smart says, well, oh, they said you'd be skeptical. And then Noelle goes... Who, the doctors? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that part was really funny. That was pretty good. That was I good. mean, you gotta, give, you gotta give it to Candace. She's actually, she's pretty good. Her acting's pretty good in all of these, yes. you know. she's She she's plays got, the role well. She plays the role, exactly. Um, so that was really funny. But she's here to help overcome her troubles. Um, and Noelle's like, I'm not troubled. I'm cool. Like, you I'm know? not the troubled one here. Right, exactly. And Jean Smart's like, no, you are, because you've stopped trying. Um, but it's cool. Something big is coming. And she's just like, what? Like, imagine somebody's telling you this, and you're in a department store in your antlers and robe. And yeah, <laughs> who looks crazy With now? a frying pan. <laughs> somebody's telling you this, and you're just like, what? Oh my gosh, um, and the more Jean Smart's character talks, the closer... Noelle gets back to the frying pan. That's right. That's so funny. Just in case. It's hilarious. So then she kind of, Jean Smart starts to tell her her life story, which is really weird, and then tells her to put on shoes. And so every pair of shoes tells a story. And so Noelle, she's into that because she was actually just saying that to somebody like an hour ago. And so she puts on these shoes. And she just is weird, awkward, I'm going to fall. And that's supposed to do the do, do, do. Back in time. This is where it's very like Christmas Carol, right? And the only way you know she's back in time is because they put hair extensions in her hair. Yes. 
So that's how you know old Noel from new Noel or from present day Noel. Yeah, or and every Noel. year, like she goes back three years, I think the first time, yes. and then two years, and so her hair gets shorter by about an inch and a half. Exactly. So she's just progressively cut her hair into the present. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so all she, we get. Yeah, that's it. So she stumbles into Chris's path, as Robin said. She goes back three years first, and so Lorne is there. And Lorna's talking about, oh, Matt, he's such a douche, you know, for like. And he dumped her on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, y'all. Have y'all been dumped on Christmas Eve? Please let us know. Have I? I've never been dumped on Christmas Eve. No. Probably not on Christmas Eve. I did meet a really hot guy once at a club. It was the only time I've ever been like picked up. Yeah. And like actually randomly hit on. (laughs) And, um,. I invited him, I don't know what I was thinking, but like I originally told him he could come like meet my family or whatever on Christmas Eve and then I realized, what the fuck am I doing? And I called him, I'm like, you're really great, but I just can't, like I can't handle the pressure. Yeah. He was really cool about it. That's good. On the phone. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> and then I never saw him again, but that's okay. Aww. He had his penis pierced. I find that very weird. Oh my god. Like, I didn't see it. He told me this. And I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about that. I just clutched my pearls. I know. Like, I mean, I'm not wearing any. I'm you okay with a completely tattooed man. Completely fine. I find yeah. that kind of sexy. But yeah. I don't know how I feel about, like, jewelry and how that would work. Yeah. And I'm just like, how is this going to No. Feel? Okay. Anyway. Hygiene. <laughs> I'm not thinking it's good. Just Sorry. Okay. Way off. That would never happen in a Candace Cameron No, that's of... not her thing mm. at all. So, so this is where we see Lorna do the whole, like, can't believe he dumped you. Yeah, I'll look for something in the, in the department store for you. And and I know a whatever. person who owns a gallery. Yes. And I could get you a gallery show. And then she turns it. She's like, no, no, no. Just get me the job in HR in the department store. Yeah, because that sounds great. Okay. <laughs> I would have been like, um, why has it taken you to this point exactly. to offer that? Exactly. So then they fast forward to where she would be if she had taken those chances. And now she's like the most sought after photographer in the city. She's wearing a ring. And we hear this guy say, hey, honey, I'm home. But we don't see a face. Yeah, and she this comes back to the times. present. Yes. Well, now she's, yeah, I mean, she's in the future at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then they just shoot her back to the present and she's totally freaked out because she's seen the past and then she's seen the future and she doesn't know that's the future. So she's, cause she can't make sense of it cause she's, this hasn't happened yet. So then she's, now she's back in the present. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And like all women would have been like, I don't care about the future career or where I live. Yeah. I want to know who's trying to walk through the door saying, honey, I'm home. Exactly. That's who I want to know. Exactly. And she's, yeah, she stays pretty much on point with that. Like, what? Who is that guy? Um, so now this is when the fire people come. And yeah, the fire, Alex doesn't come to get her. He sends the fire department. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not pretty going out sure if you called the fire department and said, one of my employees got locked in my building. Can you go get them out? <laughs> that they'd be like, do you know what firefighters do? <laughs> do you have a key yourself, sir? <laughs> but, we would be more than happy to yeah. put chains on your tires. <laughs> But, you know, we, we have better things to do. Thank you. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So, um, and I love how they open the door quite easily while she stands right behind the door. Like, wouldn't you stand a few feet back thinking, like, maybe they're going to have to, like, Hammer it bust in. this damn door open or yeah, something? Yeah, it's glass. I, you know, who knows? And anyway. again, she's she, all she's thinking about is, like, crazy homegirl woman. 
And she's in a bathrobe with reindeer antlers and Crocs. Yes, she looks crazy. And the Crocs are like pink and the bathrobe is red. It's, it's like a like whole fuzzy. Thing. It's just, yeah. It's insane. So, and it turns out Alex just basically gave them the alarm code anyway. Um, Why couldn't he give her the alarm code and say, break open the door. Here's the alarm code. I didn't even think about that. That's hilarious. It's a glass door. That's Throw hilarious. one of the pairs of shoes through the... I don't know. If she had the alarm code, there would have been no... Okay, anyway, fine. So, she's like... She tells the fire people, there's a woman back there. And by the way, Jake's one of the fire people that yes. come to save we her. We don't know this quite yet, but yeah. we know this. She doesn't know this. Yes, exactly. So, she's like, there's a woman back there. And so... They go to like, find her. You're a fireman. Um, so, they go to find her. Nobody can find her. Because, mm-hmm. of course, nobody can see her, right? Because only Noelle can see her. And mysteriously, like, I guess the glass case that fell over is no longer fallen over. Yes. I don't really know what happened there, but yep. we're supposed to... Uh, everything disappeared, I guess. Yeah. So now she just looks like the crazy one because she's got all this crazy getup on and then she's talking about a woman who's not there and, like, mm-hmm. the whole thing. So it's pretty full. It's pretty funny. Um. So, but you could tell Jake's intrigued. Like... And what I think it's hysterical. Is, well, and what I think is so funny too is that, um, so let's see, Candace in real life, I think she's like 42. Mm-hmm. And so he's clearly 39 or almost 39. And like, oh my God, I'm going to be 40. I'm sorry. That just hit me like a slap in the face. Um, so I love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But just, it's so funny to me. She looks so much older than him in the movie. Does. Don't mm-hmm. you think? I would agree. And I hate saying that about a woman mm-hmm. because we get enough of that shit as it is, right? And it's not a slam, but it's just the pairing of these two. I feel like they could have paired her with somebody who looks maybe a little bit older. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine because he just looks so much younger. Well, than and he has he a baby is. face. He does. He does. So anyway, um, so we get like some stuff like we get to, we learn that like James is this fun loving I have three notes in a row saying, I'm not sure how I feel about this movie. Yeah. I'm still not sure. I still don't know. I know because it's so jumpy and like it is. Like the next thing I have is that she's walking up to her mm-hmm. apartment building, and at this point, um, oh, what's his character? Jake mm-hmm. is having a snowball fight with these boys outside, which yes. seems natural. Like yeah. he's playing his role well too, and he accidentally hits her. And she looks disgusted like he's scum of the earth. But the best line is he looks at the kids and goes, kids, run. It's too late for me. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I forgot about that. I love him. That was a great line because it's true. Um, uh, yeah. So, and this is like the funniest exchange between them too because like, it's actually, it's a decent exchange, but at the same time, like, so it, this is where he finds out that she's overseeing the whole gala because Fulton's department store is the sponsor. sponsoring this fireman's gala. And so then they get to decide since they're paying for it, like how the gala should be set up they and, run it. and designed and all this stuff. And so she's overseeing and he finds that out and he's kind of like, really you are <laughs> like, he looks a little concerned because again, the Crocs and the robe and the woman who wasn't there um, just the night before. So he's like, okay. And then she finds out that yeah, so she calls the so it's so odd. She's like, "Oh, which reminds me, I need to call Chief So and So right now." And then she calls him right in front yeah. of him, which is just like, and yeah, he, "I'm going to do a business face. call outside, yeah. holding four bags. I'm going to give you yeah. one to hold in the middle of our conversation." Yes, 
Mm-hmm. So odd. Very like, odd. That's something a pretentious person does so that they can like name drop mm-hmm. or show you that they know somebody. It was that Or kind of... a really bad writer. Right. Yeah, exactly. So like she calls him and she finds out, oh, Jake's going to be helping her with the gala. Oh, okay, cool. We didn't see that coming. Um, no idea that was coming. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, so Noel gets back to her apartment. Guess who's there? Jean Smart. <laughs> of course, right? She's just popping in. Yeah. And Noelle basically says that to her. Like, you just pop in, huh? Like, you don't use doors. <laughs> Great. Are you just going to be everywhere? Like, what's going she on She can't question, like, what are you? Yeah. And she, yeah, like, can she touches see you? her. Yeah. She's like, I can feel you. And yeah. she's like, well, yeah, I can feel you too. <laughs> she pushes a rag. It was great. Yeah, it was, it really was great. She's like, can people see you or not? Like, what's the deal? Like, she's trying to really, yeah, like, orient herself to this person. Like, <laughs> are you a ghost? Are you, yeah. they don't use the word ghost. No. Probably because, like, I don't know if that's, like, a thing that people don't believe in. But anyway. She wears, she has this really kooky-ass hat on. <laughs> and her lipstick matches the hat and the sweater. It's so cute. And the sweater is paired with, like, this super long black maxi skirt. That yeah. is not a cute maxi skirt. Not at all. Very much. Like an old lady. Librarian. Very librarian. She's got, like, the tights. Also the dark, like, opaque tights on with, like, black shoes. Yes. So it's all, like, a black number. Yeah. Below the waist. Cool. Um, so, so basically Jean Smart's like, look, two and a half weeks till Christmas. I want you to spend as much time. Oh my God. Him hitting that wall is so funny. Uh, my son rolls into the wall. If you haven't seen or listened to our episodes before, but now we're in the room that shares the wall with his room. So it's very it's loud. so creepy for me. So like, so she thinks I beat my son. No, I don't. I don't. I know you don't. Um, so she wants her to spend as much time with Jake as possible. Yeah, she's pushing her. Yeah. Jean Smart is pushing Noelle in this direction. Yes. And she's like, why? Yeah, she's like, is he the honey I'm home guy? And then she, she won't tell her, though. Yeah, she's like, I can't. This yeah. is my job. Yeah. I can't tell you everything. I'm new at this. And that's it. I can't, she, she keeps telling her, I'm new at this. I don't really remember all the rules. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. She's just like the kookiest It's like a cross between... Person. The, like, the angel guide from It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. And the, and uh, the Christmas Carol Christmas thing. Carol it's like yes. this weird mashup with this Candace Cameron beret and shoes. It's very, yeah. And it doesn't all tie up together, but it's fine. Which is what Hallmark does. It bastardizes a lot of these classics. Exactly. So it's kind of this thing, like, you'll see me again when you need me. And then she actually uses the door to get out, which is hilarious. So, um, so now we're at gala prep. Right? Yes. And we learn about the photo contest, the amateur photo contest, again, or it comes up again. Mm-hmm. And the guests are going to get to bid on the theme. So they're based, so, sorry, Jake and Noel are basically at the hotel where the gala is going to take place. And the gala or the hotel, you know, you know, like the salesperson yeah. is like running them through, like, this is where everything is. Like, this is where everything will take place. This is where this is, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So... Jake wants to do, like, can we make this a little less grown up? Can we make it fun for once? Yeah, not so formal and stodgy. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Noelle knows. I mean, she already got the warning from Miss Fulton that it needs to be classy and elegant. And no fun. And no fun. You can have elegant and fun, though. Absolutely. I think elegant is fun. Um, So anyway, he's like, it should snow in there. And she's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. And we should have this blown up thing or that thing. And yeah. yeah, she's not having it. Yeah, this is just 
Listen, no. He's even more <laughs> trash now than she thought before. Exactly. So he's just like, all her dreams are coming true. So She's like, 3G <laughs> is a fucking mess. Yeah. And he's looking at her like, you see ghosts. What's wrong with snow? Exactly. Exactly. So what's hilarious, too, is that they're, so as they're leaving, she wants to grab a cab. And so she's, her phone, no service. They go outside. They're obviously in, like, a busy city. There's no cabs. They're both like, hmm, that's so odd that there's no cabs. Like, being in New York City and not being able to wave down a cab. Like, that's not a thing. So, like, then... this. <laughs> so then Jean's smart. You need to see Reagan's face right now. <laughs> She's, like, simultaneously amused and confused and pissed off. Jean Smart rolls up with a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> but, like, the biggest-ass carriage you have ever seen... There's no one else on the road. It's so big. And Noelle's like, what? You? And they're like, would you like to take a carriage ride? And they're like, fine. And Jake's down. He's like, I love this. (laughs) He loves Christmas. Yeah, he does. He loves Christmas. And even though Noelle likes to decorate for Christmas, she obviously does not like Christmas. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, it's awesome. So, um, so they get on the carriage ride and they kind of start talking about like, what do they do with their families for Christmas? And, oh, they completely know. overshare. They overshare oh. moment in the carriage. But I guess, you know, if you're going to overshare with somebody, well, I mean, it's going to be in a carriage yeah, in the least, middle of New York City with no cabs. Yeah. At least this is the time to do it, right? Like you're sitting in a carriage and like, it's not like there's a radio or something or, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. Like you're, you're sitting there and all you have to do is talk. So they start getting to know each other. Um, and they find out that each other's mom and dad are dead and all that kind of stuff. So that's, oh, yeah. I did the one. We won't do the womp womp just because yeah. I don't feel like it. But dead dad alert. So, you know, his dad's dead. Um, he was the fireman as well. So it's like a soft spot and and all that. Um, so what's hilarious is that Gene Smart's driving. They hit a pothole. And so it like, and it kind of nudges them together a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Noelle's like, okay. Cause you know, Noelle's the one who knows what's going on. She knows it's Gene Smart. He doesn't know anything about it. She's like, we'll just walk now. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, Gene Smart rolls her eyes so damn bad. I totally wrote that. And I'm like, that's kind of how I feel about this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, where is this going? I have 10 more notes to the end of the movie. Oh just so you God, know. Are you like, serious? I'm done. Okay, fine. I'm over it. All right, let's just try to. Should we use your notes and breeze through? Sure. All right, fine. She tries on another pair of shoes. She feels like her friend, uh, Lorna, sends her shoes every year for Christmas. Yes. So she gets this. There's a shoe box. She thinks it's from Lorna. She puts them on. She goes back in the past again. Mm-hmm. Hair's not quite as long as the first time. Right. This is only like two years back now. There's a Christmas party. I don't know. Some stuff happens. Yes. Not important. She makes the wrong decision. Yeah. There's really not a lot that happens there. Um, and basically all of this stuff that's happening is just to prove to us that she doesn't go after what she wants. Exactly. They have this conversation about like when God sends you slays, you've got to... Yeah, like a like a like an actual sleigh, not yeah. a slave. No, <laughs> no. The first couple times I heard that, I'm like, "What in the fuck is this movie talking about?" And then I'm like, "Oh, like sleigh bells, sleigh, sleigh, s l e i g h, sleigh." So when God sends you sleighs, you need to get on them. It's it's like a guide, right, to nudge you back. Like, yes. and I do to have right to path. laugh at this one point, and we're not. I'm not 
quite there yet. But they do tell her, like, <laughs> she's like, you know, if you made a couple of decisions the other way, you would be the owner of a very <laughs> successful hot dog stand. Jane. I love this. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, but that's not your path. So we're going to nudge you back. Yeah. But that's all that this is really doing. She doesn't go after what she wants. Yeah. Um, she has this godmother thing. And so she's not dealing with the man who's trying to tell her everything she's done wrong. She has his godmother. So I like that. That is good. Yeah. I We go back and forth between the fire station and the department store numerous times I will say the nice thing is that the scenes with Jake, they have a very prominent female kick-ass firefighter. So I'm like, all right. Yes, they do. We're doing a good job here. Um, Fulton's mother dearest. She I just call her mommy dearest. Oh, she's terrible. Is the micromanager Helen Heels. Yeah, she keeps like, so she keeps sort of inserting herself into the planning process here, which I mean, I get it. She's spending the money, but like, yeah. Then plan it yourself. Right, exactly. But she's like, well, you know, if it's not formal enough or if it's not elegant enough, then we'll just take that Jake person off of the, you off know, the project, off the planning project. And Noelle's like, no, 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 no. And then she's supposed to tell Jake. Like, so at some point, you know, when they find out about like the snow and whatever else that they've chosen for this thing, she's like, he's off the project. And so you've, and so Noelle's like, well, I'll tell him. And then she never tells him. She bakes cookies and brings them over, and then she never tells him. Because her heart, she can't tell him, you know. She well, knows he, he's he was so ex- excited yeah, about it. Yeah, he was explaining, thank you for letting me do this. This makes me feel like I can actually yep. be this this desk firefighter that I actually am mature enough to make decisions. And thank you for showing me that. Yes. So she can't tell him. Right. Can't and I don't him. know how many people would be able to. No, that's super hard. Um... So, oh, yeah, and there is a part where they bake cookies together at there the There is, because Jean Smart's, like, all about it. Yes. And there's also a part, I get, and we've seen this now in, like, two, I think two movies, and I went off on it on the the first Jane Austen movie. And, and again, maybe I'm wrong, and, and Reagan, you got to tell me this, because mm-hmm. you lived all up in here. Mm-hmm. People selling coffee. At a folding table on the street outside. No, that's not. Yeah, her no. and her friend like are waiting for coffee, and I'm like, it's not like a hot dog stand or a coffee stand. It's a table. It's a fucking table. Yeah. She tells her friend about this godmother ghost thing, and her friend's like, "Well, you're the most rational person I know, so I kind of trust you, even though you're weird." Yeah. But um, okay, just go with it. Right. Demand some answers. Right. So she demands some answers, and that's where they talk about the sleigh and being nudged off your path and whatnot. Yes, absolutely. And of course, and, and I do have a note here, and it's just kind of um, this whole thing that she's trying to do. They're sitting down at a bench, God Mommy mm-hmm. and, and Noelle, and the God Mom tells her this story about the guy who gets stuck in the snow. And a sleigh comes by, and he's like, no, God's going to save me. I got to tell you, I've heard this fucking story so many times. They just ripped it off. The typical one is, guy's on his roof, it's flooded, you know, there comes a boat. And he's like, no, God's going to save me. And then something else comes for him, and then a plane comes for him. And he gets up to heaven, he's like, why didn't you save me? And God's like, I sent you a damn boat. Mm -hmm. So that story comes out, big shock. Mm -hmm. And um, old, old, old story. You know, the overall message, yes, whether whether you're a believer in God or not, I think all 
types of beliefs have that concept of there is fate, but there's also choice and you can choose to go on your path or not. And that's why everyone talks about the universe nudging you and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. We get it. You've beat us over the head with it for the last hour and a half. Right. In between all these geriatric pill commercials <laughs> that you put on here. Like, all right. Yes. Um, meanwhile, another subplot point that's going on is that Jake has asked Noel to come with him to the fire station party, which is the night before the gala. And she accepted. And this is kind of important because she finds out like a little bit more about like his brother because they like walking and talking and they, you know, she finds out a little bit more about his brother. His brother's a doctor. Um, he tell she tells him about her big dream to become a photographer. Yeah, they're they're decorating the Christmas tree yes. at the fire station. Yes, she decides to come in and help them with the tree. She offers like, "Do you guys need help?" And he was yeah, like, she's "Yeah." She's taking the risk. So then she ends up taking all these photos of them decorating the tree, which is really nice, which comes into play later. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, so uh, we have that. She still every time she sees uh, Godmom too, she keeps bringing up. You know, you've got to tell me answers. You've got to give me answers. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. just throwing this out here because she does it in this movie too. She'll go when she puts on a pair of shoes. She ends up in the future. She's wearing this pink dress. She's in this loft. She knows she's, you know, a, a famous photographer. And there's all these family pictures, and she doesn't know who the who the guy she marries is, and that's all she's really focused on. But then there's this other scene where she's actually taking pictures of a guy mm-hmm. in a Santa hat. And so she thinks maybe that's the Honey I'm Home guy. And she keeps focusing on that. And she keeps bothering the godmom. And it's like, well, if that's the guy I'm supposed to be with, then why am I, why are you pushing me toward Jake? And she really challenges her. Mm -hmm. I just got to say, like, this is why I don't do fortune tellers, people. No, don't tell me my fortune. Don't tell me my future. I don't want, I don't want to make a decision because I feel like I have to. Mm -hmm. I want to have fun. Yeah. And this is the whole point of what they're trying to do with her. It's a mess. I'm over it. It's very much a mess. Mm-hmm. So, um... She does look good throughout the movie, though. I will make that point. No, she does. Her she clothes really good. are amazing. Yeah. Her makeup is really good. Except, you know, it it does age her a bit. Yeah, it does. I just went all over the place. If you're looking at your notes and you don't know where we are... Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. But it's okay. So, Jake and Noelle are in her apartment. Yes, because um, he wanted like, sugar. Yeah, he wanted... She needed some sugar, and now he wants to look at the firehouse pictures. And he loves them, and he's like, you should enter the photo contest, and then he gets his sugar and he leaves. He almost um, forgot about the sugar, though, so it's obviously did. an excuse. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's like, oh, right, sugar. <laughs> Which is like, ah. Um, so, dad calls. He can't make it to the gala because Noelle was going to take her dad to the gala. Um, Jake shows up at the department store. Of course, as soon as he shows up, the Fultons come dears. up. Exactly. And... Um, so, of course, Noel hasn't told Jake that he's not going to be part of the planning process anymore because she didn't have the heart to tell him. And so now he finds out from the Fultons. And then he's mad at her kind of unnecessarily for not yeah, telling him. I think like, that this was like... The, she was trying to spare your feelings, dude. Like, yeah, he, But he's taking it like she didn't. she's not taking me seriously. I'm like, no, no. I think most people would understand that. This exactly. is the worst fight of all the Hallmark movies because yeah. it's it's a non-fight. Yeah, it's a non-fight. Like, anybody would have been like, okay, like, I understand you didn't tell me. Like, this is fucked up. Like, be mad at the Fulton lady. Don't be mad at her. Yeah, that's what stupid. I put. And everybody finds out everything. Yes. Yes. It's Everybody's all... mad, but this is not a bad situation. No, I'm confused. Not at all. Not at all. So then she doesn't end up going to the fire station party. She just skips, which... 
Her integrity sucks. Yeah. You need to go to that anyway. Yeah, because he's basically sitting at the fire station party, sitting there, like, all sad because, you know... If, I'm sure if she walked in, he'd be happy. Yeah. And then she's just like, I'm going to sit at home. I didn't want to go anyway, probably. So, you know, he asked me, so I said I'd go. Like, whatever. Whatever. I don't like her. Um, so. I had no idea, Reagan. Yeah, no, I just don't <laughs> like her. So, it's fine. Um, uh, she had no idea what I meant. It was great. That was good. So. Now the gal is in a few hours. So it's the next day. The gal is in a few hours. Um, she goes back down to the basement to find that file one more time. And she finally finds the damn file. She gives it to Alex. This Charlene Pennymar. Well, it turns out that Charlene Pennymar is the woman from a photo that Noelle took forever ago. Which is so odd. Like, And it just, for me, this whole part had nothing to do with anything. No, I think it was just another kind of nod to the divine timing aspect of things. Okay, there we go. Like, Fine. she took a picture three years ago, and everyone gushes about this picture, and she has no idea who this woman is, and it ends up being the woman she finds in the basement. Yeah, that's so odd. Cool. Um, so Alex convinces her to come to the gala, because she was even thinking about not going. In the red dress, there's this beautiful red dress that says shit, but that she sees at the beginning of the movie when she's locked in the department store, and... He's going to give her the dress to wear to the gala. Of course, so. it's the perfect size and everything. Of course, yeah. That's all totally mm-hmm. lines up. Because he probably watched the tape of her locked in there. Because who wouldn't, right? That's If true. your HR manager that. was locked in the department store, yeah. I'd be like, can I see that tape? Yeah, let's see what this crazy, crazy trick did while she was in here. So, Jake's at the gala, bummed about Noel, but he did get offered the deputy chief job. Yep. So, he's thinking about it at this point. Mm-hmm. He has a good heart-to-heart with his female firefighter. Yes. yes. She's like, sounds like you don't want to do it. Yeah, so don't. Yeah. Who cares? You don't it, have to. It's totally cool to do exactly what your dad did and just keep the legacy alive. Exactly. Cool. Cool. And then she runs off into the sunset with her coworker. So, <laughs> Noelle walks in with the dress and she's wearing her mother's cross necklace. Because at this point, she's like ready to jump all she in. She believes again. Jean yes. Smart has done it. We love you. Yes. Go Jean Smart. So, and her dad makes it, which is awesome. And um, and then Fulton comes in, Fulton Lady, and she loves the gala. She thinks it's gorgeous. It's fabulous. Um, and then this stupid bitch says, although we probably could have had more fun with it. And at that point, I would have stabbed her in her neck. <laughs> <laughs> because everything that went wrong went wrong because, because they got in this fight about the whole having yes. too much fun at the gala it's ridiculous i just i just wanted to burn her down <laughs> just wanted to light her on fire uh, anyway at this point reagan would have looked at her would have rolled her eyes and said it's fine <laughs> well that's fine <laughs> i just wrote in my notes at which point i would have punched her <laughs> i like the stabbing here in the neck thing better the way you delivered that was beautiful <laughs> thank you I try. Um, but but Noelle then does announce that she's going to be leaving to start her own photography business. Yeah, she's going to she's gonna take the risk, which yeah. I think is great. She's taking all these risks I at once. I do have to say, though, like, the Fulton lady's like, oh, it's so beautiful and wonderful in here. And I'm thinking, this looks like every two-bit Hampton Inn <laughs> conference room gala. There's nothing about this that makes it any classier than any other nope. impersonal, formal... Looks like any hotel ballroom USA, y'all. Any mm. hotel ballroom. I love Hamden, by the way. Um, 
And then of course, you know, Hampton's the bomb. And then of course, then she just offers her the whole spring ad campaign because her photos are top notch. Yeah. One photo. <laughs> one of, photo. Or of, maybe three photos, I guess, yeah. she submitted. Let's see. There's which, one of the the woman and then there's the the Penny Pennywise. I know it's not Pennywise. But Charlene Pennymar. Yeah. Yeah. Pennymar. Mm-hmm. And then like two of the firefighting. Right. Which I got to say, y'all. That does not cut mustard. Oh, Mm-mm. Robin knows. Robin does photos. She Mm-mm. knows. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, but yeah, she just gets that. By the way, like, there's a whole big deal about how she's going to spend more time with her dad through this movie. And she invites her dad. Mm-hmm. And, like, daddy shows up and she's to like, surprise Bye. her. Yeah. And she's like, I got to go talk to people. We don't see daddy dears at all anymore. No. She's like, thanks, dad. Peace out. Yeah, exactly. So she sees Jean Smart by the tree. Noelle does. And she's like, I apologize for what I said to you because like she blew up at her before and was just like, I wish I'd never met you. And then she disappeared. So, you know, she understands the whole if God sends a sleigh, get on it. And so then Jean Smart gives her a final pair of shoes. And she says, you'll know when to put these on. Fine. So they say their goodbyes. Then she sees Jake. Finally, they apologize to each other. He tells her he got the job, but he turned it down. Um, I guess he did it at the gala there because of her and because of the picture of the, the, the picture that he took of um, him and his dad's photo at yeah. the firehouse. Great. So she's like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, the captain is going to retire. So he thinks I might be a good replacement in like a year. So yeah, cool. That's what we're doing. Great. Don't die in a fire till then. Um, so... <laughs> Reagan is the most supportive person in the world. So supportive. <laughs> so they go to dance because he asked her to dance. And then her heel breaks. I know. Like this was just, yeah. It was much. It was too much. Yeah. So then she puts on the shoes. Which are bombing shoes. They're so cute. And then um, she does the little wiggle. I'm going to fall over, but I'm just yeah. flashing forward. Yeah, right. <laughs> so she flashes forward. And this is where it all plays out for her finally where the guy that's been saying, honey, I'm home, that does not look like Jake, is Will, Jake's brother, the doctor. And it's all a big family joke between all of them because he actually met her first and then, but met her and was like, oh, he was I've getting got somebody his photo to introduce taken. you to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, and of course now Jake is the station captain and they're married, and there's mm-hmm. a wedding photo of them that she sees, and it's like, oh my gosh. Here's the thing I don't get about this. Okay. <laughs> She's a great photographer. Will's getting his picture taken. They have this conversation about, is she ready to date? He has someone he would like to meet or introduce her to. He introduces her to Jake. They get together, they get married. If this is supposed to be her future, she already knows Jake. Why would the brother have to introduce them? It's like two parallel storylines that don't match up. Because oh, yeah. she's standing fucking next to Jake. In the shoes. In the real world. Current, present time. She already knows Jake. Will does not need to introduce them. They've already met. Yo, Robin found the whole loophole in the whole thing. I watch a lot of shows about time travel. Hashtag Doctor Who. Oh, hashtag yeah. BBC America. You can't do that shit. You mess with time. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. And you know, Reagan's looking at me like I am tired. Stop. No, and everybody knows though that if you mess with time, 
like you mess things up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you can't, you're actually not supposed to go back in time and fix things or mess with them because then it like throws Changes off the trajectory of everything you are. Yeah. That you're yes. already currently in. And she does this throughout. Like she, Jean Smart's pushing her to change her decision and she does, but then she ends up at the present Where going she back yeah. because she didn't make that. It was, it was this weird. Yep. Didn't make sense. No. No. This is not. No. Okay. So. Uh, she comes back. They dance. They yeah. kiss. And the end. Yeah. It's cute. It's fine. I want to see, like, in two years mm-hmm. when Luke, uh, Luke, or when he realizes he's gay. Yes. And, <laughs> and she ends up being an evangelical preacher. <laughs> That's the story we want to see. Part two, Shumatics so, Christmas. Um, uh, yeah. So, cheese factor. Yeah. Yeah, super cheesy. Super cheesy. Yeah. Didn't even do it well. No. And then just, no. yeah, just wrong. Um, believability? Believability, no. no. This I would like happen. a godmother that looked like Jean Smart in that movie. That'd oh be my hella fun. So cool. I love Jean Smart. But not believable. No. Chemistry? I didn't think there was that much chemistry. No, she was so mean to him the whole movie that it was like, where was the chemistry? But even when they were nice to each other. Yeah. And maybe it's just because they don't agree with each other's lifestyle. I don't know. I think we're supposed to get like all this sexual tension or something from their There's like nothing sexual. arguing. But yeah, it just didn't feel sexual at all. Um, there was no. It felt annoying because yeah. Candace. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just don't like her. Um, what uh, diversity? Yeah. Yeah, like, we got a couple peeps. We did, we did. We got Lorna, the black best friend. Who's gorgeous. But so token. Like, yes, you know. Um, but gorgeous. And, and mm-hmm. you know, she had a good part, and she had some good advice, and so she felt like a good friend. I like that. Um, and then stereotypes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there weren't a lot of those, you know what I mean? Bitch um, mom. Yeah, overbearing. I guess so. But other but, than yeah. that, I didn't feel like there no, were that many. Noelle was somewhat ambitious. She got off her path, but... Yeah, but she had she had plans, you know. Yeah. She knew what she wanted to do, and she was confident, you know. So. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, I don't even give this a glass. Yeah. I, I mean, really... I thought I, I wanted to like it, because I like the whole idea of the shoes mm-hmm. and, and doing something a little bit more modern, but I just... I don't like the writing. Yeah. And I, I don't think it gave them much to work with. Yeah. This is like a one for me. Like, yeah. could I watch it? Sure. Do I want to? No. And it, I, honestly, with this, something like this, like once you know what happens, it's just not as interesting to go back and watch it again. Well, there was just too much. I mean, we could have gone through and spent a lot more time talking about a lot more details instead of me rushing through and then Reagan trying to fill in all the holes that I left. No, but But it would have been so hard because it was so flashbacky. There was no point. No. It didn't matter. No. It was just weird. This is a weird movie, y'all. Anywho. Yeah, I'm (laughs) done with it. Sorry. Yeah. No glasses for me. One from Reagan. So we'll we'll split it in half. Half a Half a glass. So... Um, if you guys have a Christmas movie that you want us to watch or review or whatnot, let us know at happilyneverafterpod at gmail. Yes. We're also on Instagram. Yeah. And Rate us because we're now on all platforms. Yes. So share with your friends. Oh my gosh, we're on so many platforms now. I think we're on like nine. 
It's wow, insane. Okay, I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. This is why Reagan does this part. Yeah, so so rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Email us. And yeah, guys, like we'll catch you again on another Christmas episode of Happily Never After. 